Hi everybody, this is Two Northern Lasses podcast. Um, a little bit exciting today because where are we, Michelle? We're in the studio with Alex. We are in the studio. So um, nothing's changed in regards to the fact that we're in the studio, um, as in we could have recorded this on Zoom, but we thought because it is our last episode in our first season, season's very American, isn't it? Series. Series yeah um that we'd you know get it done professionally um rather than me my amateur editing skills um so yeah we thought we'd come to the um studio so I'll, we've got alex peering at us through the window um waving at me now <laughs> um yeah so we've done a year we've been podcasters for a year We've had over 6,000 listens, 6,034 to be precise, as it stands. Um, And we've talked about literally everything, anything and everything. Yeah, we've had some great guests, haven't we? And we've had some really lovely feedback from some of our listeners. And uh, we've talked a lot of rubbish, haven't we? Oh, lots of rubbish. But we've talked some brilliant people. And woven into that has been our love of dog and cats. Food, food, and booze. We've talked about COVID a lot, haven't we? Yeah, we need to get over that. Yeah. Next, next yeah. season series. Yeah, we've got that. We're going to take December off, aren't we? And then yeah. come back all guns blazing in January. With some ace guests already booked on. Yeah, and hopefully not to talk about COVID. Yeah. Got Christmas to look forward to first. Yeah. So we thought we'd sort of switch it up a little bit for our last episode, and we've asked our listeners and guests to send us questions um instead of us asking them questions these are questions from our listeners so we've got a list that we've printed out and hang on you've printed it out because you're old school and i'm just looking at it on my phone (laughs) that's the age difference in it so i've got a printout in front of me with post-it notes stuck on it and jane's got her iphone in her hand uh scrolling down with a finger so uh yeah so i'm old school but do you want to start with the questions jane yeah so right first question um well there's a few from this um lady amanda whiteley from surrey um What's your best bit from the last series? Oh, gosh. I I honestly don't know. But a theme that we've had throughout, I think, has been we've tried to have a bit of fun with it, but we've also talked about some serious stuff. Yeah. And we've we brought the card game into it from quite early on, where we ask the random questions to our guests and I think that's really helped sort of lighten some of the heavy discussions. Yeah definitely and I think people are people are always really nervous about that bit aren't they? Yeah. But then they soon kind of get into it. Yeah it's quite good when we get somebody that's never listened to it because we say oh yeah and then we're going to play this game and you can see on the faces yeah. like oh right okay like, what's oh, going on oh, now? <laughs> and the people that have listened to it are then nervous because they don't know what they're going to get asked are they? Yeah yeah so yeah so i think the best bit has been we've had a laugh haven't we we've definitely had a laugh yeah 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 and and for me not it's not like one little bit but the best thing about doing it is meeting loads of people because obviously you know sometimes you know the guests sometimes i know the guests there's been a few that we've both known um but 
you kind of make a relationship with that guest um which is kind of it's not just a 40 minute chat and then you never chat to them again we're kind of I don't know linked to them forever yeah does that make sense I totally agree with that I also think it'd be wrong not to mention that during lockdown we were and and still kind of now we're recording on zoom and I think for both of us it were a bit of a lifeline to sort of do something different out of the what had become the kind of routine of being locked down and at home and yeah especially, same old especially stuff. in like in the summer months when it was like it was horrible wasn't it let's face it and we didn't really have anything to do there were no work to do I mean I know a lot of people did carry on going out to work um which is great but we were just not really doing anything were we so it was a bit of a break in our week um yeah and I think we probably spoke to each other more than we spoke to anybody else yeah yeah definitely so it's it was a kind of yeah like you said a bit of a lifeline um all right, so we move on to the next question, which um, kind of leads on to that anyway. Which episode did you laugh at the most? Well, I was scrolling through our episodes this morning to try and think about which episode it was. And the one that keeps standing out for me is the one that we did with Fiona Connor, uh, who was the um, putting the sexy back into radiators lady yep. from Trusty Electric Heating. And... I just remember just laughing a lot throughout that episode and getting lots of texts, funny texts afterwards, how people had sort of connected to that episode, particularly middle-aged women. Yeah. And I had another listen of it this morning and I and it did definitely lift my mood because it's pouring down outside, it's Monday, things are rubbish in terms of lockdown and tier systems, so definitely gave me a lift so it's definitely the episode with Fiona what about yourself well I, I can't think of one particular episode but I can think of a particular conversation <laughs> you know what I'm going to say I do, I do yeah <laughs> I do recall it was Peter Sargent's episode but it wasn't to do no offence Peter because he is a very funny man um, but I was recalling that time when we went to Manchester um, in fact, when we went to Manchester, that was the first time I'd met who then became a guest, Dave Horrocks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you um, <laughs> you got in the queue, didn't you, behind a load of statues? <laughs> Jen, is that the queue? <laughs> I actually, no, Michelle, it's the statue. <laughs> I actually didn't get in the queue. No, you, I, I was looking the the outside photo. of the train station and I thought, the, what is the statue was the queue for the taxi rank <laughs> so anyway we have got photographic evidence which is obviously never ever going to be erased but um, uh, yeah that was funny it was one of those sort of moments when uh, <laughs> you can't stop laughing when you shouldn't be laughing but anyway uh, it was funny it was funny um, are you going to ask her? yeah yeah so um this is again from Amanda. Which stories of your guest careers most inspired you? Oh God, this is hard because the whole point of our podcast is that each of our guests are inspirational in their own way, um, and that they, you know, we, when we set out to do this, we set out for it to be, you know, about people in self-employment, really, wasn't it? Mm. And it's kind of more. F- morphed 
a bit since we started yeah into people who don't necessarily set out on the right path or they, they have the balls to change it part way through if something's not working fix it I think that's the overall message and that I just find that in general inspiring that anybody yeah. can do that so I'd I'll I don't want to sound like one of them parents who goes, no, I don't have a favourite child, but they're all inspiring in their own way. Yeah, and yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And we did start off with what we thought was going to be a kind of business startup story, and it, and it has actually changed into something else when really it's around career stories and how life has affected the career or the career has affected life. Yeah. Um, and... and there's loads of stories that I could think of that have inspired me and, and I don't want to pick one either. Yeah, but, okay. um, Yeah, so um, next right. question. Next question. Um, what's been your worst moment and your best moment? Ooh. I've not really got a worst moment, but there have been a cu couple of... Um, when we were recording on Zoom, the audio not being great and you feel as if you when you listen back to it you feel as if we're letting down the uh, the guest we or me being as I did the editing no no it's not around the editing it's around you know network connectivity or oh yeah you know I think I had one where I, my window cleaner came so I had to move into the next room and stuff like that but you do I feel that we are letting our guests down when when that happens and you yeah. start listening to it going oh that's a real shame because they were a great guest and we, you know we know from listening to podcasts you lose people lose listeners if the audio quality is not not yeah. the best um so that but not as many listeners as if you don't do it in the first place no. which was the other option at the time <laughs> so yeah no that's right and i'm glad we kept up, up with it so um that's not a worst moment but it's moments um, best moment oh gosh mm, don't know really I think it's a really tough question that bit, bit well we've met each other haven't what's we what's gone on in the well we've got to know each other a bit better yeah so that's, so that's worst <laughs> <laughs> and actually you know we've had friends of ours that have been guests on it yeah and you find out things about your friends that you don't even know yeah that's quite nice. So yeah, Let, move moving on. Oh, what's your worst moment, Jane? Um, I don't think that, like you said, I don't think there has been a worse moment. I mean, um, I mean, there's been plenty of worst moments in the last um, nine months or so, but I don't think any of them are related to our podcast. So. Yeah, yeah. We haven't had a nightmare guest, have we? No, not yet. No. Would we say if we Ooh, had? Really? Yet. Well, <laughs> maybe not. Could we, Alex, our producer, who was actually sat outside? Just kidding. <laughs> How did you celebrate 5K subscribers? Well, oh, well, we didn't, did we? We celebrated, we celebrated 1K. 1,000 by going out for drinks. Yeah. And because we... that was in. When would that have been? Like January, maybe? February? Yeah. Um, yeah. And five thousand. Well, no, we weren't. We weren't in a position to be able to celebrate any milestone since one thousand, were we? No. So no, we haven't. We've not celebrated. So we'll just have to wait for, for ten thousand. Needless to say, it's going to be a bloody big party afterwards, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I just I, I'm quite looking forward now to I just want to go to the pub with my mates get pissed sing and dance on a table yeah me too not that I did that much before <laughs> but you know it's like when you it's, don't lie you did <laughs> not danced on tables for a lot of years but you actually did not at that some I point. remember anyway yeah okay <laughs> Um, right, okay, we've got a question here from Laura Meekin. That's actually Lorna. Oh, shit. I was so concentrated on saying her surname, <laughs> right? That I said. Sorry, Lorna. Lorna Meekin from Scotland. Um, what have you both learned, both business wise and on a personal level, since March? So, business wise, I've got some staying power. I think you have as well. It's waning. I think that's called <laughs> resilience. <laughs> Tenacity. Yeah. Stubbornness. Yeah. Um, we're still here and we've still got our businesses operating, which I think is a positive. And on a personal level, I suppose I've learned that I can cook a few things outside of the norm of Yorkshire puddings and parking. Uh quite like gardening. And I am definitely... Um, okay with the slower pace of life. Yeah, I was just going to say that you're a lot more chilled mm. these days than you were even, you know, like... Well, like January. So, so like a year ago <laughs> when we started doing this, I'd yeah. known you probably six months then. Yeah. You're a lot more, you're a lot more zen. Yeah, I think it's definitely that taking your foot off the pedal and thinking about stuff and having the time and space to think has definitely helped. Mm. What about you? That's not really helped me. It's bored. It bores me. <laughs> <laughs> I've not found a new found love for gardening or cooking. Um, I'm the kind of person that I'll, I don't I don't like to be busy. But I'm if I'm busy, I'll I'll crack on. But if I'm not busy, I'll probably just not do anything. Do you know what I mean? So I find that quite boring. Um, whereas yeah, if I've got if I've got something to do, I'll do it. I'll not I'll not go and potter in the garden and so is that something that you've learnt about yourself then mm, probably not probably knew that already right yeah um what have I learnt both business wise and on a personal level <sighs> it doesn't matter how hard you work some <laughs> bastard will always come and pull a rug under rug from under you yeah I which is not a nice lesson but no. it's true yeah. Um, so the the other part of Lorna's question is, what's the most positive thing to come out of this shit show? I thanks Laura for allowing <laughs> me the swear word without Michelle scowling at me. I couldn't have actually read that question out, but anyway, um, yeah. What's the most positive thing? I think that people are kinder. I think that there's a bigger sense of community. Definitely. And I, we have definitely talked about this before because I'm a great believer of this kindness economy. And I think, you know, that's really coming to the sort of fore now because the bigger brands are having to put their kind of CSR activity to the forefront and, you know, the, stop hiding behind a brand, a polished brand. I think mm. this sort of people want to see authentic authentic brands and nice brands mm. don't want to see the big kind of 
nasty brands. The big corporates who are just, mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you're right about the community thing. And obviously, my business that, you know, the, the Flex Collective, the co-working space, I started that to build a community, um, you know, and to really support local business and that kind of thing. And, you know, although that's not been that um, successful for obvious reasons, um, I think that COVID has helped to make people think more about, you know, shopping locally and supporting local businesses mm. and also finding out what, you know, what, what your neighbours and your friends do for a living mm. and can you help them? Because there's quite a lot of people that didn't know what people did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and then on the neighbours thing, I mean, I, I, I love where we live anyway, but we've really pulled together as a, a, a community of people on the, on the estate that I live on. And that's been really lovely to see. And that's not going to go away, is it? It's now because everybody knows each other a bit better. Yeah, and so we all we've all turned our Christmas lights on. Ah, we did it at six o'clock on Saturday night. Um, did so you video that? I did. A, I did a video. To be honest, it were a bit of a wet wet lettuce because oh. obviously everyone was in the house. It's not like in you know a big turn on you know, where somebody counts down and all the lights go on at the same time because everyone's in their house. So I love that you did that. Yeah. See, and, we could do that. And then a few of us met in the street at a social distance, obviously, with a festive Baileys or yeah. a festive drink. <clears throat> and we couldn't have done that because our neighbours had a tree up for about two weeks. Uh, so, but I like, <laughs> I really like that idea. Um, on to the next question, which is from Hazel Atkinson in Halifax. Have there been any unexpected outcomes from talks on your podcasts? Unexpected outcomes? Oh. Mm. It's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I sort of kind of think that I, I didn't kind of realise what kind of connection I would get with the guests that weren't my friends. Yeah. Um. So that's, yeah, definitely that kind of a deeper connection. Yeah. Because a lot of our guests have talked about stuff that's been really personal to them. Yeah, a lot, a lot have. Um, I, I suppose what's unexpected for me is that I actually do like talking to strangers. So when you've kind of brought a guest who I haven't known and have purposely not done any research into them because we like it to be very natural, don't we? Um, and then I've I've enjoyed them as much as the ones I've enjoyed where I knew the guest. Yeah. Um, because I'm genuinely interested in finding out about that person, whereas when you know the guest, you kind of know a lot of it anyway. Yeah. Whereas I'm a bit more organised and I like to kind of stalk the guests before yeah, they come you on. So I'll, I'll look on LinkedIn and go, oh, they know so and so. That's small world and yeah and all that sort of stuff. But okay. Um, the next part of the question from Hazel was, what are your ambitions for your podcast in 2021? Um, we probably should have discussed this between us. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, I want to get back in the studio. Do you want to get back yeah, in the studio? Yeah, definitely that. I also... Alex is just doing a little dance. Um, would love to get a sponsor. Yeah, that would be Because good. there is a cost involved, even though it's tiny. Um 
but the more we we do it the more we want to do it and so a sponsor would be really lovely so if any of our listeners wants to sponsor us then they can get in touch but I think we continue to have guests that are just great northern people I mean I I got a random message the other day which I forwarded you from this guy in the states who wanted to come on on the podcast as a guest and he was an SEO specialist so you googled him didn't you and you couldn't find him which means he's not an SEO specialist (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit of an oxymoron that (laughs) but we're not short of um of great people in our region that can come on as guests absolutely not in fact that list that we wrote over a year ago I bet half of those people that were on that list haven't we've not even asked to be on yet yeah we need to, we need to revisit that list don't Definitely. we but we have got Definitely. some really great guests booked in for <clears throat> January February now so that's um, really interesting actually because the next question which is from Rachel Bryde in Home Firth um, she says if there was anyone you could invite on your podcast who would that be and why can I have two you can, can I have a male and female you can female. have as many if you want so my male one is Harry Gration right i met him once at the uh i think it was at the huddersfield examiner business awards he was presenting and and i asked him for a selfie because it just feels like a grown up with him because i'm seeing him on look north from the whole of my life um i just think he's so passionate about everything northern and like that <laughs> are you serious yeah i'm not, I'm not serious no <laughs> So anyway, if you want to Google him, it's Harry Gration. My female guest would be mm. Amanda Owen. Is she the Yorkshire Shepherdess? Yeah. And I absolutely love that. And you might be surprised by this, Jane, and you might not be, but before I came here today, I actually sent her an email to ask her if she'll be a guest on the podcast. So fingers crossed that somebody who's listening knows Amanda Owen and can get her to come on. In fact, I'm sure that Mandy Taylor knows her. I think Mandy Taylor does know her. Um, so, Mandy do your stuff and uh, see if we can get Amanda Owen on our podcast what about you Jane all right so I'm just trying to think back to people who were on that list um you know who we wanted on for from the beginning um because if I was to say you know from a purely selfish point of view nothing to do with anything about the podcast and what our listeners might want to hear then I'd have Robbie Williams on Oh, yeah, without a doubt. But that's just because I fancy him. <laughs> maybe, well, I was thinking Sean and he Bean. he maybe sing to me. <laughs> and yeah. other things, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, Would I, think, I not be here for that podcast? Uh, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no. um, we could maybe go out for drinks after. Um, and I think... His teetotal. Robbie Williams? Yeah. He don't need a drink tough one. Okay. I can tell. Okay. Um, and neither do I actually. I think female-wise, um, somebody that we talked about as as in a oh that'd be ace if we could get her on. Um, right back when we first started is Jodie Whittaker. Oh yeah. Um, you you knew somebody that I knew her. I know her dad. Um, because she is proper northern and she's from the same village that I live. I'm gonna have to cough. Sorry. <clears throat> um, yeah, and I just love the way she speaks, and she's so down to earth. But she's so famous, but she's kind of just a normal person. Yeah. Um, so I'd love to have her on because you know, 
if there's if there is a northern lass personified, I think Jodie's it. Do you think you could try a bit harder to get her? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's rolling her eyes at me now. <laughs> Next question is from Rachel Davis from Kurt Burton. Are there any common threads between your guests of things like approach to finding their success, problem solving, motivation, self-care, etc.? I think we've had such a vast spectrum of guests. I was actually surprised, I was thinking about this the other day, how many guests we've had from the sporting world. Mm. Um, Because I was talking to somebody who was in the sporting world and I was like, oh, and you should listen to this. Oh, and you should listen to that one. And I was like, how did we end up with all these people involved in sport? Um, But whether they're from that world or whether they're from corporate world or whether they're um, a creative types, I think the one thing that stands out as something that they've all got in common is a willingness to just crack on and do something. Try it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, the real kind of go-getters, I think. Um, what I think we also found, and you sort of touched on it before, was that nobody's got this straight-line career path. Actually, one guest has. Danny Bruff did have that straight-line yeah. career path. But most of our guests have started something, then jumped in something else, or something's happened and they've had a complete you know, career yeah. change. And of course, because of COVID, lots of people are having to think differently about yeah you know how how they do things and the direction that they're going in so i think that's definitely been something that stands out for me that and actually i wish somebody could have told my younger self that that it was okay to kind of yeah move around and swap and change yeah and i think that's one of the reasons why we do it isn't it yeah is so that you know hopefully our younger self somebody that that is like we were when we were younger is listening and you know somebody is telling them what we wish somebody had told us at that, that point yeah okay all right so uh danny bulmer from home Fair, who's one of our previous guests um what's the one thing that drives you forward in what you do each day he did say we could have more than one thing if we wanted he did god it's a toughie that one what keeps me money <laughs> no not for me gotta pay bills yeah but <laughs> I think is, is it selfish to say my happiness no that's a nice thing to say yeah I mean I like to I do like to get up and go out with my dog first thing as you know that makes me happy it's a good start to my day yeah and it kind of keeps me up there if you like yeah yeah my health and happiness things that I'm doing around that drive me very good but I also would like to be a successful businesswoman whatever the measure of that <laughs> I mean is you would like to be well maybe I might might win an award one day <laughs> yeah but you have been a successful businesswoman haven't you now for you've... somebody else's business yeah I'd like, like to, to be to in, success. Yeah, in my yeah, own right. It's like you say, what what does success look like? Surely what you've just said, yeah. you know, being able to get up and walk your dog and your health and your happiness, for you that is success. It is success, that is success, yeah. There you go, yeah. boom, nailed okay. it. Thanks Jane, I've just won the Jane Adamson Award. 
<laughs> we'll oh. make you a trophy out of plasticine later. <laughs> Go on then. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I think it's a really difficult question and I think some days it's a real struggle to drive yourself forward, especially lately, because you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall half the time. Um, I, 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 I know I joke and say money, but, you know, if it wasn't for the fact I had to pay my bills, then some days you might just not bother. Mm. But you do have to pay bills, so I'm sticking with money. And I don't, by that, I don't mean in any way, shape or form that I'm, you know, the kind of person that is completely money orientated but you know life can't happen without it yeah you've got stuff to pay for yeah yep uh the next question comes from the lovely janet bebb from huddersfield one of our earlier guests um what about how the two of you met we met at a networking event well not not it wasn't it was like a, a coffee, it was more co- of a coffee they, a coffee they, um, they did actually call it co- coffee, coffee collaboration yeah yeah which yeah. doesn't exist anymore no for various reasons but yeah we met at that we just happened to sit next to each other you were telling me about your app i was like oh that sounds interesting yeah. and then you know the rest is history Here yeah we are. yeah and then a hoodwinked <laughs> you into uh yeah co-host in this podcast <laughs> and also from janet Whose podcasts inspire you and why? Jane, do you really want to answer this given that you don't actually listen to podcasts? You've, uh, you've just outed me. I was going to say, do I need to... Can I, can I not answer this? So I didn't out myself. Right. So, yeah, I'll be honest. I don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, okay. Well, but I... that's because... It's not that I'm not interested, but I don't... Especially at the moment, I don't drive long distances. Yeah, I don't go for long walks. Just me. If I go for a walk, I'm with somebody and I'm talking to them. Um, and I like to read. So, you know, you can't listen to stuff and read at the same time. And also, my job is words. So if I've got background noise whilst I'm working, then that has to be music. It can't be something that needs listening to because. Mm. I can't write and listen at the same time. Okay, she'll go through my list then. Yeah. <laughs> well, hang on, how long have we got? So I'm still listening to Gillian Michaels, <laughs> the American inspiration for, for our podcast, even though she talks about fitness and health all the time. Um, Deborah Ogden's On Brand With. Deborah was one of our guests. We love her podcast. Leslie Ellis's Midlife Manifesto, which um, hopefully she's back recording soon. Uh, I like... 4D human being. I like Sam Walker's Desert Diaries. I like Northern Power Women. Um, Lads to Dads. Yorkshire Grit. Oh, fortunately with Fee and Jane. Oh, and I've just started listening to the Slimming World podcast. Right, okay, let's move on. <laughs> um, you might actually be interested in the last episode, Jane, which is all about potatoes, which I found fascinating. Have you have you you heard yourself? (laughs) You've just said that you find a podcast about potatoes fascinating. (laughs) I think you're taking this whole new Felicity Kendall good life thing a step too far now. It was well, okay. You need to listen to it first. Yeah, well, I'll 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 consider and go. Yeah, okay, I will. But you know, I won't. (laughs) Next. All right. Next question. Um, Right, Lucy. from Ruby Tuesday um, 
If you could have a third northern last feature, anyone alive, dead, friends, celebrities, or someone you admire, who would it be? I think we've answered that question. I think, I think we kind of have. Uh, Amanda Owen or Jodie Whittaker would be pretty pretty good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, there's... Oh, gosh, there's loads of people that we could choose from. Okay. Sorry, Lucy, we've already answered your question. Mm. Okay, Carl Cowan from Kent. I'm assuming Carl is your brother-in-law he is yeah. yeah he's one of our biggest fans actually so he <laughs> listens religiously and loves it he says if the pay was irrelevant what job or career would you tell your younger self to go for well i think i've said before on an earlier episode that i always thought i'd like to go into radio um kind of media stuff but when i was younger i was so attracted to sales because of the money Mm. And I and I just couldn't see past that till I got to my mid forties. <laughs> yeah, I also wanted to be a nurse when I was really young, but I don't believe I've got the right bedside manner. I I, I would agree with that. <laughs> <no offense. laughs> and um, I also, when I was young, wanted to be a hairdresser, but I, I think I, I don't know. I think it was it was the money that put me off. Yeah. And I'm not particularly creative, I know that now. So I probably wouldn't have been a very good but hairdresser. One of our previous guests says everybody is creative. Is creative. Yeah. Juliet says that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know what I'd tell my younger self to go for. I I was one of them people who I didn't I, I didn't kind of set out to be in the career that I have. I've found it by accident and then just happened to be good at it um or maybe no maybe i could tell myself to be a singer mm. maybe i could tell myself i could sing seeing as i didn't know until i was an adult <laughs> is this the right moment no, to introduce you to sing happening. as a ditto no um, okay yeah okay and we have a question from leslie ellis from bradford who is one of our early guests also what would you say doing the podcast has brought for you, either business-wise or personal? Um, um, I think we've kind of touched on this, but I think it's the um, relationships that have been built as a result of doing the podcast, definitely, um, which are kind of both business and personal, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and I think that we started out to bring guests on that could inspire people they've actually inspired both of us you know when we've we've finished a recording and we've gone oh gosh wasn't that brilliant yeah you know because you feel really kind of energized and and inspired yourself by what they've done um yeah and we never really we never wanted it to be something that promoted the business it was like if we got talking about the business that were kind of like a byproduct of yeah the main discussion it wasn't we're starting a podcast to promote our business no but it, it, i mean it is a good platform if you were were wanting to support your own business yeah if you've got something kind of business wise to discuss mm. podcasting is a really good marketing platform definitely um where, when um done as part of the full marketing strategy i should just say <laughs> because one 
you know you can't just go off on a tangent doing one thing without <laughs> everything else behind it um but yeah I, th- I think that would be yeah relationships yeah um okay um okay michael edwards um michael's from leeds if you could only watch one tv series for the rest of your life what would it be Mm. (laughs) well if it were kind of comedy i watched an episode of the royal family earlier this week with my son in fact it was like a history lesson because i had to explain to him why people were smoking in the living room (laughs) and why cheryl got so excited when the catalogue arrived and they were looking through a catalogue together which our young listeners are not going to get this but when the catalogue arrived which was the closed catalogue you used to like scan through it and like draw circles around all the toys you yeah. wanted for christmas and stuff like that so it was quite hard work watching this episode and explaining to him why stuff was happening in the episode but i loved it it's it's not aged at all despite it being yeah aging from a a decade kind of thing but it's a feel good tv watch yeah i might try i might stop watching that i'd have to it'd have to be a tv series like that however i've had i've watched tv stuff before where i've been absolutely gripped with and i can just go back to the earliest series of 24 where you literally sat on a GC and so I don't know if I'd want that kind of thing for the excitement or the royal family type thing for the fun yeah I think any TV series no matter how much you love it if you have to watch it for the rest of your life would get a bit tedious yeah um, for the fun factor I love Gavin and Stacey well that would have been my next choice although I didn't like the Christmas special they did Mm, well last year yeah my favourite episode of that was on the other day and it was the one where they got married oh yeah yeah I do like that and the the odd few episodes of that that Lucas um, has caught he's 14 he's liked it as well so I think that makes me want to watch it even more Mm -hmm. if I could actually get him out of his bedroom to watch telly with me for half an hour that would be a miracle (laughs) but I'm currently watching um, Dawson's Creek from the 90s yeah well when you said that I thought I might actually do that because I never watched it well I've realised I didn't watch the first two seasons right because I couldn't remember anything and I was a bit worried that you know I had serious memory (laughs) issues Um, but yeah as it got to season three I realised, yeah, I do know what's going on now. So I'm now in, I think I'm about halfway through season four. Um, but there's still loads to go. Um, yeah, so I, I do feel like I've, I could watch it for the rest of my life and it would never end. Cause... Yeah, I'm going to go back to that. I'm going to go back to that. Okay, and um, final question from Michael again. If you were stranded on a desert island together, who is the most likely to survive? <laughs> I I actually think this would be you, Jane, because anybody that listens to the podcast knows that I can't cook. So that, and actually I don't eat meat. So that whole, I can't imagine me. You're living in, off raw leaves. In sea with a spear, <clears throat> spearing fish. I, I just can't imagine it. Well, it, I suppose, how long are we going to be stranded for? Oh. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm, 
I could imagine standing in the sea spearing a fish, but whether my hand-eye coordination is <laughs> up to it, so I might actually starve to death with you. Um, and, I, you know, for a while, I think, before you started getting on my nerves, I'd be happy to cook for you. <laughs> so we might be all right together for a bit. Oh, dear. But, um, yeah, hopefully there'll be a banana tree. Yeah, or a coconut. Yeah. Yeah. So we can survive off that. Yeah, I could do that. For a bit. Yeah. Um, and then maybe the odd. We're actually assuming that this desert island is actually in the Caribbean and not actually off the coast of Scotland, are we? <laughs> well, yeah, if you're going to get stuck on a desert island, you might as well choose a good one, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I think we sort of unanimous. You would probably survive, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. I, unless you got on my nerves and I jumped in the sea to get away from you. <laughs> And then you would survive the longest. <laughs> Should we uh, finish on that one? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's time to sort of say thank you to our listeners for listening to us repeatedly, for sending us great feedback, for doing us reviews, and also for the guests that we've had on who've been brilliant. Yeah, the guests we've had on have been brilliant. And we have got quite a few. I think we've got about six booked for the yeah. beginning of next year. Um so yeah we'll be back in january yeah with bells on see you then see you later